It's been a very long day, and I think I've had my fill of idiots in armored suits telling me what to do, so if you don't mind, this is actually your last chance. Now get out of my way. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Stark Contrast. Excelsior! We are back for episode five. Episode five. Um, last episode we did Scarlet Witch. Uh, we appreciate all of you who have listened and tuned in and who have are continuing to join us through this journey. Um, and a special thanks to our guest host last episode, Mr. Stephen Ray Morris. Once yes. again, thank you. Yes, that was great. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. On, on that on that episode. Wanda Bros. Wanda Bros. <laughs> Still salty. He got a. The One Division promo box. Yeah. Oh, oh no, you mean that, the, uh, the, uh, the video? The video, which you can see on um, our Instagram. Something account. about Elizabeth Olsen saying your name is yeah. just. Just a little bitter. It's all good. It's, it's fine. Good. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're here. Episode five. Um, we're, we're, it's been a couple of weeks. It has you been, know, yes. We had, to do, we had a quick turnaround to, to accommodate some schedules for the last episode, so it feels like we haven't seen each other in a, in a beat, but um, mm-hmm. upside is, is that Jeffrey and I have both been to Avengers Campus. Ooh. Ooh. And so, you know, uh, we'll probably talk about this later um, after the show, after after today's character study. But, uh, yeah, we might have some a little something-something to, to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yes, so, um, I guess first and foremost... Today's patron, we have a special patron for for this episode. Uh, This goes to Jack in the United Kingdom, um, who was so kind to write us an awesome uh, letter on Patreon that I'm going to now read. Thank you, thank you. Uh, And so Jack says, Hey, I just found your podcast and listened to the first episode and really enjoy it. They are incredibly informative and fun to listen to and exactly what I have been looking for in a podcast. I'm so glad I subscribed and I can't wait to hear more in the future. Smiley face. So thank uh, you, Jack. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Jack. <laughs> so um, that really means a lot to us. It, it does. It really, really, really um, does. We we do we do this for you know for pe- for people like you. Yeah. Um, we're we're glad that you found some some learning through this yeah. and like it's like it's the right podcast for you. Like that 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 means so much to us. Absolutely. So thank you so much for subscribing yeah and your and your kind words and and we hope that that sentiment is uh is pretty consistent across the board you know if you're just listening to us for the first time welcome if you've been here since the start or since last episode welcome back um oh and also i wanted to give a shout out to uh so you know every week or every episode i send jeffrey these stats on where our listeners are coming from and um it appears that we have officially uh sparked some listeners in peru so that's awesome blows my mind that's amazing <laughs> yeah i love, so that. To I love who, that to whoever is listening in peru um thank you so much thank you um yeah so i guess we can get started we huh? have a very exciting study today <laughs> we do and a timely one very there's a reason yeah it's taking everything in me to not speak the entire episode in an english accent <laughs> <laughs> like everything. 
<laughs> I don't blame you. Or with yeah. what you would call, you know, yeah. the Nordic accent or, totally. or Asgardian, perhaps, yes. is best. Um, and so today's character study is none other than the god of mischief himself. Loki. Loki. Odin's son. Odin. Yeah, well, depends. Yeah. <laughs> Frigga's son. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, as, as I always do at the top of the show, I'm just going to cut it down. We're not experts. Gatekeepers don't come after us. So here we go. We hope you like it. Hope you have some information that you didn't know before that you're learning. And uh, away we go. Let's take a dive. Let's go. Okay. So, okay. I'm going to open it with this question for you, Jeffrey. Okay. Because, you know, Jeffrey and I, we both kind of prepared for this, 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 this series of um, this character's story because he, he's one of the oldies when it comes to the MCU in that he's been, he's tied for fifth for most MCU appearances. Tied for fifth? Fifth, if you can believe really? it. Really? Wow, yeah. I feel like he's been in so many. Yeah, but he had, I mean... But yeah, that's a lot. Fifth out of the MCU is uh-huh. pretty big. And so he's tied with Maria Hill. Okay. Clint Barton. Okay. AKA Hawkeye. Nice. Happy Hogan. Happy Hogan, oh. <laughs> by the way. Which is kind of funny. He's in okay. top five. And Bruce Banner. So, you know, like, uh, Jeffrey and I both kind of went down the line of succession as far as Loki's appearances go. And so... How often do you tend to watch or rewatch films when it comes to, to Marvel movies? MCU movies? Yeah. I rewatch a good amount. Like, I don't, it depends what, it doesn't, it depends which one or what I'm in the mood for, but usually, like, on my lunch breaks from work, yeah. I always go to Disney Plus and see, like, oh, really? what, what Marvel movie can I, like, watch right now or do I want to watch? Yeah. But pretty often, definitely more often than not, for sure. Do you have, like, a top three go to? I think. Oh my god! I th- oh. Ooh. it's gotta be. I mean, Endgame. I always go back to. I don't know how. I still you do. do it, I've man. seen it I a lot. Do it. I do skip. So there's some parts that I do skim through just because yeah. it's like. Uh, oh, it's not that I don't like the part. It's just like I was like, oh, okay, let's just let's just yeah. get past this yeah, part. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Because when I was watching Endgame the other day, um, I think to prep for to prep for this, mm-hmm. I was reciting every line. <laughs> It's a three-hour movie. It's a three-hour film. I was yeah. reciting a, like at least 80, 90% wow. of the of the movie. I mean, quotables for days. They, uh, yeah, every line I just, in there is pretty pretty. I was yeah, yeah. but so Endgame. Oh man, I, I applaud you for that. Let me tell you. <laughs> I know definitely. End- I think of it and my eyes start to water. <laughs> you know what I mean? I uh, yeah, it is. Putting it on. It, it is. It is a. It's definitely not a one-time like run through. Mm-hmm. Like I'll definitely like just mm-hmm. put it on. I'm like, okay. Yeah. So Endgame. I don't know. I keep saying, I keep going back to Doctor Strange. I really do like Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is really great. Really. Yeah. Really great. I like I like Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. What was the last one? Oh, um, this is stupid. I should have known. Winter Soldier. The Winter mm. Soldier. I yeah. can no matter what. Yeah. If I need something to put on, I can do that. You and, know what? Me too. Yeah. Any of the cap, the cap of movies, just because yeah. like they're just solid throughout. Yeah. So it's true, yeah, which cool. is interesting because you know, like for me, I feel like I love Cap. I really, really, really do love Cap, mm-hmm. MCU Cap at least. And um, I would say, yeah, Winter Soldier is undoubtedly one of my top three. Um, I think yeah. 
Guardians is an obvious true, yeah. one. I can burn through Guardians. Guardians. Jesus, yeah. One, one, easily. Two, it takes me a little more because it yeah. is a little more involved emotionally. So I'm like, when I sit down to watch it, I'm like... <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, but I can watch one, like, r- repeatedly. Yeah, it's fun. Remember, yeah. first, first Guardians is fun. Yeah. And, yeah, and so I just, I was just curious because, yeah, I just... Rewatching, you know, let me let me run down the films. Um, Thor in twenty eleven, and then Avengers, twenty twelve, yeah, and then Thor two, Dark World in twenty thirteen, thirteen, Thor three, Ragnarok in twenty seventeen. So that's an interesting jump, by the way, four years. And then I stopped at Avengers: Infinity War and Endgame because I was like, I'm good, I'm good. No, he's only in the first one, but I mean, he's yeah, yeah. And so I. Uh, rewatching them, I was just like, yeah, you know, and, and Jeffrey ha- and I had this discussion about Dark World in particular because, yes, oh my god, <laughs> yes, because you know people are people have different receptions of that film, um, but you know what? Uh, before we go- get too deep into that, let me go ahead and do the run through. Um, can I wait before you do that? Yeah. Can I take a guess of who's the most featured like MCU character? Because you said Loki was. Five, tied fifth. for fifth? Yeah, go for he it. He has a fifth most, most appearances? Yeah. It's an easy one. I say cat. It's cat. Is it cat? No. Oh my god. Wait. Oh, wait. No, no. It's not. Isn't it? It's not Nick Fury? Hmm? I think Nick Fury is tied for first or second. So who's number one? I, I well, The only reason I'm saying cat because I remember seeing a stat on Twitter saying that Chris Evans was in a made an appearance in a movie for like ten years straight. That's crazy. Like once. Well, maybe once maybe a year. it would maybe number one is Nick Fury, two is Cap among others, and then Cap might actually be tied with Iron Man, and then or, or Iron Man is yeah. third. Because Cap has yeah. made he he appeared in Dark yeah, World. Yeah, he was in Dark World. Yeah. He appeared in the Spider Man <laughs> credits. So yeah, it's kind of I was like so again. it's like I was like yeah. okay wait so who is it is it Chris Evans loves him a cameo. Yeah. So who's number one? Wait, so who's number one? I think it's Nick Fury. I'm okay, Nick Fury. Sure okay. Nick Fury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's okay. that's a that's yeah. Come All right. On. He's basically the Watcher. <laughs> For anybody who knows the comics. Okay. Well, technically, um, the Stan, Stan Lee then has the most appearances. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh. Um, okay. So let's go. For Loki, the God of Mischief. I don't even know if that picked up, but hey, we're working with it. <laughs> um, so created by. Here we go again. Here we go. Stan Lee, Jack Kirby, and Larry Lieber. Real quick, did you know? Do you know who Larry Lieber is? No, I've heard the name, but I don't know exactly. Stan's actual last name is Lieber. He is Stan Lee. Oh my Lieber. God! Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> I think I've definitely heard like a story of like Stan changing like his it's, last name yeah, or, or fin- going a by. Yeah. It's a finesse name, uh-huh. and and Stanley was more quippy than mm-hmm. than uh, Lieber. So Larry Lieber is also uh, in part part of his creative Loki's creative team. Nice. Um, and you know the the first appearances vary. So the depending on where you look, the very very first appearance of Loki actually appeared in this uh, side book, completely separate from Marvel lore, um, mostly. Mm-hmm. It was called Venus. Okay. And so it was about like this beautiful, powerful alien lady okay. who may have hailed from Venus. <laughs> and um, there, it's part of the Golden Age, 1949. So we're okay, talking yeah. way back uh-huh. in the day. And Loki, or a version of this character, depending on, you know, if you're talking Norse mythology and whatnot, appeared in the sixth issue of this book. And it's the funniest thing because we know him as the god of mischief, the yep. trickster, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. 
in this book, you can tell it was very pure for the time. They referred to him as the king of the lower regions. Oh my gosh. <laughs> lower regions? Lower regions. I, I promise you, it's in the book. And so that's interesting. The dialogue, yeah. the title. Lower regions. Lower regions. That sounds like almost like dirty. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and so not only was he like the king of lower regions, mm -hmm. but the aesthetic was also much different. And so I mentioned this in the Scarlet Witch episode in that like on the cover of X-Men, you know, Wanda wasn't even in, in scarlet colors. She wasn't in red. She was in green. Yes. And so, it, you know, the Loki that we know is very predominantly yellow, gold, green, dark colored. Mm -hmm. um, this particular, the Venus Loki was in pink and blue. Interesting. And he was a ginger. Interesting. <laughs> so, depending on which which version you want to go for, that is technically the first appearance because it was under, you know, the publication at that time. But the more commonly known one is The Journey into Mystery number 85, which mm -hmm. came out in October of 1962 and the Loki that we are familiar with is on the cover. He's, you know, like standing over Thor and Thor's exasperated, you know, uh -huh. it's it's the it's the duo that we're very familiar with. And so um, I guess we're going to read this trading card. And so Let's per usual, it. I have a uh, famous battles Thor and Loki from Marvel Universe 1993. Whoa. Uh, Loki's card Gosh. from Hildebrandt Brothers Marvel Masterpieces 1994. Thor's arms are huge. <laughs> and then uh, 90, 1993 Marvel. And then... The one I'm reading today is Marvel Masterpieces 1992, which seems to be like the goodies when they come to the like background of uh -huh. all these characters. Again, drawn or, or painted by Joe Jusco. And so here we go. <clears throat> no accent. As the adopted son of Odin, king of the legendary Asgardian gods, Loki was raised alongside the noble Thor, god of thunder, and developed an intense jealousy for his stepbrother. As a result, Loki studied the dark arts in hope of using magic to thwart all of Thor's good deeds. His unsavory reputation earned him the nickname the god of mischief. Loki has put his incredible arcane powers to bad use as he carries on an insidious assault that has spanned centuries against Thor, Asgard, and all mankind. So, sound like anybody you know. Give <laughs> 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 me one. Pretty darn accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so that's that's like the premise, the ultimate premise of, yeah. of everything we know about about the trickster, you know? Yeah, I'm very intrigued by this because just Norse mythology in general yeah. is very, Yeah. there's so much. So much, there's yeah. thousands of, yeah. you know, like years of Yeah, and I'm, and I'm glad that like the Thor in the MCU, like mm -hmm. that, it, a lot of it kind of still has that, obviously, yeah, it's still Norse mythology, but they yeah. keep like some like Parts of it, Elements, like like the yeah. like the Valkyrie thing, the Valkyries, I was yeah. like, oh my god, so yeah. Down to the Rainbow Bridge, you know, yeah. everything, you know, which um, is the Nine Realms, yeah. like all the different. Oh god, and yeah. it's interesting because you know it's like how do you you know I I was listing off like the creative team, but it's like how do you put a creative like stamp on Norse mythology? Yeah, you know, and and legend, um, but I guess this this particular iteration of yeah. him is just so. Yeah, because so so Thor, the MCU Thor, yeah, um, 
that's like that, that, that that's all i knew i didn't know about really norse mythology that much mm. until i was like okay oh that's north okay and yeah. then the god of war we can talk about this later but then like <laughs> But then the God of War game for the PS4 came out yeah. and that really kind of like, it showed me like the, the real kind of like, um, yeah. like backstories of mm-hmm. like Norse mythology. So you have like Thor, you mm-hmm. have, you have Loki, you have the giants, Ares, Frost Giant, uh, Jotunheim, yeah. the yeah. nine rounds. Yeah. So I was just like, I was like, whoa, okay. Well, so here's th- the question. Which, which do you find that you kind of go toward? Like what, what feels more natural to you as a, as a person that knows those two versions at least i think the god of war game because really? i feel like that's more it's very like feels authentic yeah feels m- way more authentic because yeah. you have kratos who's a greek mythology mm-hmm. going into a norse mythology mm-hmm. like a, a world yeah and so like the way everything did with the valkyries how valkyries are portrayed in the games like it's so it's totally different vibe compared to the mcu version of norse, norse mythology yeah yeah but it's just fascinating because there's so much history. There's so many like these just t- tales, tales and everything. Yeah. I was just like, this is this is ridiculous. Because so because Loki does spoiler if you haven't played the game. Yeah. But like Loki does make an appearance in in the in and, the God of War game. And how does he look in there? He is so surprisingly at the end of the game. It's so it's not him. He's a kid. Loki's a kid. Ah. That which is Kratos' son. <clears throat> Kratos had a kid yeah. with. With with Freya, who's a oh interesting yeah oh no not Freya not Freya sorry oh. but 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 the mom is Freya does make an appearance okay. though that's cool she he has a a kid with this girl who was um a lead, the leader of the giants mm. um and so interesting and then the kid's name is Atreus but when the mom would talk to like the giants about him they wouldn't call him atreus they called him loki oh. so i'm like oh i did not know this. there's there, there's probably some like deeper story yeah, about no, norse mythology that sure. so yeah. that was like just crazy and many many personas uh-huh. and he's good with knives though knives are definitely yeah a consistent thing across the board when i when it comes to the history of this character um and speaking of there is also a kid loki in marveldom did you nice. know that? I did not know that. Yeah. And so, well, let me double back real quick because we got a question from Patreon, um, patron Robin. She asked, how is Loki the god of mischief? And I think, I feel like the, the card really did, you know, kind of serve that that answer in that, you know, you get you get it from the get-go. He's He was raised as a stepchild yep. of sorts, an adoptive child, you know, and, um, you know, Compared to Thor, who is basically a golden child yep. of perfection, yeah, and, and you know, and and so the his means of dealing with it was to be mischievous. mischievous. And so he, trick people, yeah, and so like the card says, his unsavory reputation earned him the nickname the God of Mischief. It's just, it's just kind of his thing. Just manipulation and tricking people yeah. into getting what he wants. And you know, and honestly, it kind of calls back. You know, for me, it kind of calls back to to Thor and something that they said in one of the films, and that I think it was Ragnarok. And um, oh gosh, was it Odin? But he says, "Oh, I can't." Thor says, "I can't. I can't." summon my power i don't have mjolnir 
and he says, no, you're Thor, the god of thunder, what not are you? because yes. of the hammer. Yeah, that's Ragnarok, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he says something like that, and that's an interesting take because it's like, okay, well, he's Thor, god of thunder, regardless of the, the, the thing he's holding. Uh-huh. And so Loki is kind of like, he's just built in with mischief. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just kind of, that's just kind of yeah. his thing. Thunder, mischief. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, with that, you know, they... So in the comics, yeah, there there are various renditions of this character, uh-huh. and uh, if like Jeffrey mentioned, you know, by the time that you guys hear this, there 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 will have been two episodes of Loki out on Disney Plus right now, and um and and in the second episode, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler! Spoiler! Spoiler alert! <laughs> um, they kind of show you a few of the different versions in in one of the scenes. Oh yeah, the, the show Easter, yep. Yeah, and so you see different versions of Loki, um, in particular, and and you know, but the the two that I find most important, at least you know, in a condensed version of this, mm-hmm. are Lady Loki. Yep. And Kid Loki. Mm, okay. And so. Do you know anything of, of Lady Loki? No, not at all. Not at all? No, nothing. Okay, so... I know nothing of the versions, different <laughs> versions of Loki besides the, the, the one besides we know. The, yeah, the main one. Got it. Um, and so we've not technically seen her in, in anything MCU just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, in the books, she's a direct, bio, a direct product of um, a storyline called Avengers Disassembled. And it's basically exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. The Avengers disassemble. They're all over the place. They're uh-huh. in chaos. They're all like hurting and sad and emotional. And um, it was a major event. Uh, I think it was like Captain America, Thor, and I can't remember the other two. Maybe Spider-Man, Doctor Strange or something. But um, what essentially happens is that um, Loki inherits the female form of Sif. Oh. And she, at the time, was trapped in another Midgardian body of an elderly woman. Okay. And so Loki was like, well, (laughs) while I'm here. (laughs) Might as well. And and takes over this body. So it's interesting because, you know, when she's drawn, she, she looks like a female version of Loki, of course. But it's the intention is that it's supposed to be like Sif in some regards. So that's what's with the dark hair and the, 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 look. yeah. Um, and then, uh, and yeah, so I'm excited to see where this goes, if it goes anywhere in the MCU, if it really blossoms into something or it's just a misdirect. Yeah. Um, but if we get to see her, that'd be, that'd be pretty awesome. And then Kid Loki, like I mentioned. And so there's another, uh, storyline that was called Dark Avengers, where essentially Norman Osborn (laughs) created his own Avengers team. Okay. And I think I mentioned this to you before, Jeffrey. But there was essentially, imagine Wolverine, Hawkeye, Captain America, you know, Uh your basic Avengers. Yeah. But instead of Steve Rogers and Clint Barton, I was going to say Clint Eastwood, (laughs) Clint Barton and Logan. Yeah. It was Bullseye. It was like, God, I forgot who was Captain America, but... Just like total opposites. Complete opposite. They're bad guys. They were basically bad guys in the good guy suits. Sure. Venom was Spider-Man. Okay. And so, um, in Dark Avengers, essentially, they just get in this huge fight. Norman Osborn is trying to 
wield the power of these um the norn stones which are like the mythical versions of not infinity stone power but they're to that they're powerful yeah. yeah and okay. so he was trying to trying to use them they just wouldn't work for him so loki takes them he decides after betraying the avengers for the nth time of course yes <laughs> he decides i'm gonna help them and he ends up dying in battle and so of course the last words he says do you even want to give a guess? Oh, gosh. <laughs> three words. Just three words. Oh, Lay it on me. I'm sorry, brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's always saying sorry to Thor. It's the love-hate relationship of the millennia. And so he dies in combat. And so um, he's then... Long story short, he's then reborn in a body. He had amnesia as a child. Thor is like, you are my brother. And then he eventually realizes, oh, I'm Loki. And he's a child. He's a literal oh, child. Wow. And then he eventually grows up a little bit. And then, um, you know, that that just goes into so many, so many books. But um, I would like to see a kid Loki. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That's interesting. Yeah. And so he's got a dense, dense um, history as well. But... Uh, he eventually, there's this whole thing with him eating a magpie, <laughs> and then it transitions into into the more recent um, iterations of him, where he's like a young adult, and it's funny because they compare him to Harry Styles quite a bit. So in the comics, in the comics, oh, they say that Jesus. the younger version of Loki, not kid Loki, yeah. but the younger version of Loki, that isn't the ancient, you know. Uh, Norse mythology version that we we commonly see in the comics uh -huh. that he was so youthful and so good looking that he was mistaken for Harry Styles, <laughs> wow. and so that comes directly from uh, Loki, Agent of Asgard, which I was just rereading uh, the other day, and the creative team for that was Al Ewing, who was fantastic, uh -huh. and then it was drawn by Lee Garbit. And so uh, that's a really fun one. And and so um, it's said that well, among fans, like people are, are saying, like Loki, really diehard Loki friends, fans are saying that book in particular mm -hmm. might have quite a bit of bearing on what's going on in the series right now. Do we want to talk about the TVA? <laughs> uh, should we... <laughs> Should we discuss like his journey throughout the MCU movies first before sure. we before we hop into yeah. the, the TV show? Let's go for it. I mean, yeah, I, I was I was I mentioned this off of off of, off off mic mm -hmm. that I was trying to figure out like you know like Logie's progression because you know when you have a character who's been in many movies over the course of so many years, their character arcs usually they change, mm -hmm. they grow, whatever. Like you know, Cap. He finally got he got to go back to Peggy mm -hmm. Tony like he he died but he but he saved the universe. Spoiler alert. Sorry. <laughs> um so then with, with Loki when I, when I was rewatching all the movies he was in so Thor, Thor 2, Avengers, mm -hmm. everything from what I got across the board mm -hmm. the movies all the movies up until up until um, Infinity War mm -hmm. he pretty much kind of remained like the same like being the god of mischief and everything like he you care for him like because he's, he's like that that's who, that's who he is as a person yeah. you know he can like easily like gain your trust and trick you but then he'll literally it's manipulative yeah but then he'll just stab you in the back because literally at the end, literally <laughs> but at the end of the day he still just wants to whatever's the best for him mm -hmm. like what is like as long as he comes out on top mm -hmm. at the end of it that's all that matters yeah 
So he's done that in literally every single movie up until Infinity War, where he tries to kill Thanos and Mm -hmm. he ends up dying. Yeah. For real. For real. Yeah, because he's died at least like three times, I think, (laughs) in the movies. Yeah, I think he died in every major film maybe looking at the 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 rundown i don't know he'll he died dark world he died in dark world yeah um he he died in rag no he didn't die in ragnarok no he didn't just the two it's just the two then yeah but it's still yeah i mean and that's not that's something that's consistent with him in the books as well is that he just dies a lot and he comes back in one way or another and it always (laughs) it always is because he is 10 steps ahead yeah and he's planned it out and he's figured it out and um and it is interesting you know to see the growth from from the films and you know i think for me personally when re-watching it the only time i sensed the difference was ragnarok and in him as a character in him as a character because I, i you know and this this is a debate that's definitely it exists among other fans i don't dive too deep into that but it's it's interesting in the fact that you do see him kind of progress in this maniacal way mm-hmm. between Thor, Avengers, and, and Thor 2. And then by the time he gets to Ragnarok, he's almost kind of like, he subsides to the, he, he kind of goes into the, the background a bit. Yeah. And, you know, we know Taika Waititi is like, he's all about the humor in, in many respects. And he does pull the heartstrings quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I just felt like tonally there was something very different about that Loki. Um, yeah. Still enjoyable. I still like him a lot. <laughs> and and you know, of course, Tom Hiddleston is he's great. I think phenomenal. it's phenomenal. <laughs> I think it's because of Tom Hiddleston portraying that character is yeah. why Loki in the MCU is so successful. Yeah. Because he portrays him like in the best possible way. Yeah, I and, agree. Yeah. I I just yeah. And, yeah. and so I I wonder. I don't know, you know, and, and someone made a good point. I was reading, uh, I think it was on Tumblr, and even in the garb and the way that that matures, and it almost kind of recesses a bit throughout the films for him, and he, he, he becomes more and more less regal, whereas other characters kind of mature and, and grow. Mm, yeah. So he's kind of going backwards, because now bit. we see him in Loki. He's completely stripped of all of it. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. And I kind of wonder, I'm like, did they even plan that? Or is that just kind of like a hap- it just happened and, and, and kind of happened to be a coincidence that you know, he's kind of fallen from, from grace in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, by the, from, from Thor 1, like, do you, what was your first, what was your first reaction to, to seeing Tom Hiddleston as this character that that comes from such great folklore you know yeah oh, it, oh my god yeah. when I first when I watched the first door well first of all seeing Crimson Hemsworth and then Tom Hiddleston <laughs> and like in their first iteration of those mm-hmm. characters I was like oh my god they look so different because Loki <laughs> had that slick gel yeah. slick back hair like yeah. all the way back yeah compared to now it's kind of like a more free-flowing just letting the hair go yeah. Um, Natural Hiddleston. Yeah, I was. I mean, yeah, the first immediate thing like you get from Loki in the first movie was just he's only in it for for himself, Mm -hmm. and he's very jealous of Thor. Yeah, because Thor is getting all like the Mm -hmm. the joy and the royalty and everything, (laughs) and then and then and then yeah, he's adopted, so he's like, why, why am I? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, when speaking of like the first Thor, I totally forgot like. 
Loki's like backstory. Yeah. I forgot that he's originally a a frost giant, a frost giant from yeah. from Jotunheim, and yeah. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah, I totally forgot about this. Well, and that's that's <laughs> interesting because you know we had another question um, from Robin on Patreon, um, who asked, "Were the Frost Giants gods?" And no, they were not. They were just a race of giant humanoid people Icy from that particular people. Yeah. yeah, ice people um, who invaded Norway and they were thwarted by Odin of Asgard. Da, 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 you know that story, and yeah. so. Uh, the the interesting thing that comes into play there is the parentage, and mm-hmm. so people you know speak of um, and this kind of rolls into into Robin's other question I believe um, no actually this rolls into a question that we got on Instagram from Seika Lennon who asked um, is there any information about his mother and so mm. yeah you 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 don't really think about it in the yeah. moment because you're like Frigga 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 is here we don't need to worry about the mother so much. Uh-huh. And this might actually play into why she was so important to him because he didn't have a mother in the MCU. Yeah. You know, it was just Luffy. You know, and it was kind Luffy of like son. Luffy. It's funny because like in rewatching, um, uh, Odin. O- Odin says Laffy. Yeah. He kept saying Laffy, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Laffy, La- Laffy, La- Laffy, 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 <laughs> and now they say Laffy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and so. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting because evidently in actual you know mythology, Lofi. See, now I'm gonna mess it up every time. Lofi was depicted as the mother. Interesting. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe Marvel flipped the script and was maybe like, yeah, maybe let's he, make it a dude. Yeah, that's just yeah, yeah. Maybe they just needed a way to be like to make it make sense in yeah. the MCU. Yeah. And so, you know, so we don't know what the parentage as far as the mother is concerned um, is for MCU Loki, but that might be what happened. And maybe it's like a frog thing and they just... Possibly. <laughs> had a baby. Yeah, because like, yeah, you don't hear anything else about... <laughs> Nothing. About Jotunheim or, or the Frost Giants yeah. after that. So it's like... Exactly. Um, so that's that's an interesting thing. But yeah, I, you know, it's, again, rewatching it and kind of getting to know how he becomes more and more mischievous and more and more like trickster like mm-hmm. and it's it comes to a point where sure okay thor gets real annoying and you can see why he does it but also you know it's inherent with him yeah you know it's inherent it's built into his dna yep and that's consistent throughout all the films <laughs> it just gets worse yep. and worse doesn't miss <laughs> um and then uh i believe we had a question okay so back to frigga in particular um like the magic element mm-hmm. like to you did you always feel like he was built in with the sorcery and the magic or was he like was it a taught thing for him it was a bit of both since he's like since he's like adopted and stuff too yeah. I feel like man that's tough cause 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 Frigga is a a witch a witch yeah um, so I feel like yeah, and now that I think about it, mm-hmm. I have to, I do think it was. I feel like there was always something special about him, mm-hmm. kind of like you know, like back in back in Wandavision, mm-hmm. you know, like you were born with it kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little different with Loki. I do, I do think he was, he was he learned as he grew up, because since Frigga is um, a witch, yeah. you know, and I feel like Loki was more. 
more raised by by Frigga mm-hmm. compared to Thor, who's definitely Odin's son. Yeah. So because you definitely see Odin's son in Thor, mm-hmm. more Odin more in Thor than you do in Loki. Mm-hmm. But you but you have all the magic and everything mm-hmm. with Loki, um, and obviously you know Frigga mm-hmm. is all magical. Like she knows. Yeah. Um, so and yeah, she I had do want foresight wanna, too. Huh? She had foresight as well, yeah. which is like like incredible. I wanna I wanna say that yeah, Frigga really. Like took him, uh, took Loki under her wing and really mm-hmm. taught him everything. And yeah. Loki and Loki just went on a path of mischievous <laughs> behavior. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the question that we we received on Patreon from Robin uh, was was he born with magic or did he learn from Frigga? And so yeah, you know it's 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 definitely for the MCU at least it's definitely hugely in part because of Frigga. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know uh, I wrote that you know he learned it from her. Who enabled him with the interest in sorcery and magic to begin with and then yeah. he just like you just said he kind of went with it and just kind of went the, the opposite way of their intentions yeah but um you know frigga had the foresight so she knew that she had some idea that loki was gonna go down that path yeah. and she allowed it to happen she and enabled him every which way she could and yeah you see how much she cares about loki exactly. too like i think that was in dark world mm-hmm. i believe that yeah, when he got captured and everything mm-hmm. and so yeah. like you see like how she really mama's cares. boy yeah she cares for him yeah and i think loki really believed that like frigga at, at one point was yeah. he was like her his mom was the re- only reason that why he stayed yeah like in Asgard or mm-hmm. stayed within that or felt like he still had a family. Yeah. It's exactly. because of Frigga. Exactly. And there's this, you know, I pulled this quote from the dark world and, you know, in particular, and it's the scene between Thor and Frigga and Thor says to her, like, do you ever regret sharing your magic with him? And she says, no, you and your father cast large shadows. I had hoped that by sharing my gifts with Loki, that he could find some son for himself. And there you like, go. Wow. Dang. There's the yeah. answer. Right? There's your answer <laughs> exactly. right there. Which is like incredible because yeah. again, she had the foresight. She knew that he had the potential to go down a particular path. And because of her love for him and for to see him succeed past Thor's like yeah. shadow, mm-hmm. she was just like, it's fine. Fine. It's true, mo- true mother's love yeah. as far as that's. Con- oh, yeah, I know. Groot, Groot believes in that as he well. He agrees. <laughs> Let's do a pop quiz. Let's do it. Now that we're talking about Thor Dark World a bit. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, can we can we discuss a Dark World and like our initial impressions and then we rewatched sure. it? Yeah. And then, yeah, so I remember <laughs> before when we discussed, we're, we're discussing Thor and like, and Loki and like, okay, we're going to rewatch the movies. And yeah. I remember telling Di like, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it through Dark World. Cause <laughs> we all, were so apprehensive. Because like, I, all I know, I, I just remember not being... I remember it not being that great. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe if I rewatch it, I'll get a different yeah. viewpoint on it. I watched it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's. And then you're kind of like, made, that's I was how like, I why did too. I hate it so much in 2011? I, I don't understand. I personally don't know. And I, I bet so many people are li- like, if you know, you're listening now and you've seen all of the films, you're probably yeah. thinking, oh, Dark World wasn't that good. Yeah. But then. Honestly, and I told Jeffrey this because I had started watching Dark World before he did. And so I, when when I rewatched Dark World, I was like, this is not as bad as I it, remember telling myself it, it was. It wasn't. It yeah. really wasn't. I enjoyed it a lot. And I said this to Jeffrey. I was like, 
You correct me if I'm wrong, but that is the best looking Thor in any of the movies. Sorry, he, okay. he is yeah, beautiful no. in that film. De- definitely, definitely like, up there. He's like lion-looking King Thor is whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Beautiful, like mane, and like they stop dyeing his eyebrows. They let him be all natural. Yes. This is the first time you see Chris Hemsworth as not a bleached Barbie yep. version. Yeah. And so, uh, personally speaking, I just want to say he looked great. <laughs> but, but the film, I thought it was really good. I honestly thought it was really good. I thought it was. Yeah, there's, there's, <laughs> and I'm trying to remember. I, I can't remember for the life of me why everybody I thought think, it was so bad. Well, one, the one, first thing that came to mind, I was like, the, the, from I think from what I think I remember is I felt like the story was all over the place because, because mm. how did this like you brought in the dark elves and you brought in this the ether. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think people really understood like the yeah. ether like and how like how much yeah. power it really had that's was that's, that the fir- okay i was gonna say if that's the first stone that no. i was like no obviously the tesseract the tesseract is first so it's the second one so it's the second one but because it's yeah but but new no one knew no one knew what a what a stone an infinity no, stone was exactly. you just had these because at that point i don't think we'd even seen thanos yet we didn't even no one know we didn't right what, wait wait the dark world come after no 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 didn't uh, after the avengers after the first avengers yeah what Thanos was in the first... Yeah, because uh, oh, yeah, Loki he, goes to Sanctuary. Yes. Mm, well, I, yeah, I just feel like maybe that was the disconnect because, yeah, Ether. To me, I was like, what the heck is... What is this? Why is it so important? Yeah. Um, but I also do think it's... This is also... Mind you, this was 2013, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't think up until that point, comic book superhero-wise... Yeah. I don't think there's many... Th- Places that, there's many movies that went really cosmic. Yeah. Com- I mean, but the like the one that comes to the head right now is um, Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> maybe. Fantastic Four. But that was like. Yeah. It was very like straightforward. I don't know. Is maybe it was just so it deviated. It really did bring you beyond Midgard and beyond Earth. Yes. Yes. And because there was, they mentioned like all all nine rounds. They yeah. mentioned it all. They're yeah. like, it's not just Earth. Yeah. There's you have this, you have that, you have boom, you have the, the cosmos, but right. you also have the nine realms, and yeah. it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So that probably, <laughs> I can imagine that overwhelming yeah. a lot of people. And then, of course, on top of Frigga dying, on top of Loki dying, on top of Thor losing a hand, and everyone thinking it was yes. corresponding to the books, because he, he lost his, his hand yes. in, in the, the books at that time. So. How did he get it back? Did, no, it was all a, it was all a, a trick. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh my god, I was like, because I, I watched it, I was like, and I remember because that was like kind of like the dawning of like let's misdirect all the fans with our teasers. And when that clip dropped, everyone went ballistic because they're like, they cut off Thor's head. And it was just it was all a, a Loki trick. Yeah, yeah. And it was it ended up just just being the Loki trick, and so. Um, that I thought just thought that was so interesting because yeah you know what if you haven't rewatched it since 2013 yeah. give it a yeah. shot because and honestly also, pretty dang good yeah I think it's also the ending fight too with the with what's it called the resurgence yeah that's called the resurgence I think so something like remember. that where it's like when all the nine realms like yeah. came together I think because when I saw that like that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that shot and like scene. I was just like okay yeah I could see how that would Which be also, like overwhelming to a lot way, of people it reminds me a lot of the guardians coming together with the power stone in guardians one when oh, okay. holding hands like yeah. the whole thing and like the ugh, it was pretty it's pretty intense yeah so but then I, I watched it and I was just like 
oh, I understood everything that was going on, yeah. and it made perfect sense to me. It was perfectly me. coherent, right? And I was just like, <laughs> where did... I was and, like, man. And we said this in text. The dark elves are scary as heck. Yeah. Because they were like, what? They were super scary. I was just like, I don't want to see that like at nighttime. No, like, you I don't know. want that thing chasing no. you down an alley. Like, like. So that was... Dark World is... Honestly, very, very solid. Very good. Like, very definitely, solid. definitely a seven, eight and out of I ten. Love Jane in my Foster. Opinion. So, yes, very glad that team is coming back. Yeah. Or at least, at least, um, Natalie Portman is. Yeah. I wonder if Selvig will make it a, an appearance too. We'll see. I, I feel like, yeah, he's kind of floating around everywhere. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Justin Harder of Claws Studios, buddy pal, who did the um, end credits for that film for Dark World. Nice. He's very good. So, speaking of Dark World... Yes. Do you remember the movie poster, the main movie poster with Jane Foster? Uh, uh yeah. And Thor. Yeah, uh-huh. And so they're in this, like, sort of, you know, it's one of those classic, like, almost like a romance novel look. Uh-huh. Um, and <laughs> in... I, I can't remember which, which country it was, but I, I think it was, like, you know, Malaysia or, or something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when the movie was released in that country... Whoever printed out the material for <laughs> for the movie theater must have just Googled the poster. Like, they didn't get an actual official, like, file from the studio. Yeah. Oh, and wow. And so the theater ended up printing and promoting... A fan version of the poster. Do you want to? Do you want to take a stab? No pun intended. On what this poster may have looked like. Oh my god! A fan made. A fan made. It's photoshopped, baby. I can only imagine. <laughs> well, I have it here because it is hysterical, and I will post it. But it is a none other than some brotherly love of. Thor. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so. So Somebody, that's what they used to promote? So that's what they used to promote the film in this country. And I think it may have been only one theater, but it was enough to spark some talk. Some, like, social, like, yeah, some, like, yeah. some words. Some words were happening. That's hilarious. So I'll post this uh, on social, oh, but I just my. had to share that moment. It's pretty hysterical. Oh, my God. That's great. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> And so, pop quiz. <laughs> yes. This is too easy for you. I already know. Oh my this god. This is half for for the listeners. Don't give at me. This don't point. give me too much credit. <laughs> okay. So, in in order in Dark World. Oh no. Name no. the shape shifts that occur in the scene after Thor breaks Loki out of the jail. Named. Oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> you come on, bro. You know okay. This. You can get this. I believe so, in you. So it's Thor and Loki. Thor and Loki. They're walking. They're talking. Hiddleston's giving this incredible performance. The first one. Oh no. The first one is a regular Asgardian guard. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Ding ding ding. I was about to mess that up. Is <laughs> a regular first like just Asgard um, guard. Yep. Second one. It's a Lady Sith. Ah! Who? Who is Lady Sith between the two? Okay, back up. Who's the Who's the Asgardian guard between the two? Loki is the Asgardian okay. guard. Okay. He's like, he's because like, I remember the conversation a little bit. He's like, he's like, he's like, well, you should go in disguise, brother. And he's just like, he's like, maybe we should, I should do this. Like, oh, maybe it's just someone that you know. 
And then he turns Thor into Lady Sif. Okay. Loki is Thor. He's yes. like, no. Uh, Lo- oh, I'm sorry. Loki is. Wait. I knew wait, I was whoa, gonna whoa. get you. Wait. <laughs> oh no no. Loki is. Oh whoa. Wow. Come on. Oh G. my god. <laughs> okay. Let, let's let's. Okay, but okay. After, after that Next. one is, he's like perhaps one of your new companions. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, this is great. Much better. Oh, so tight. <laughs> so tight. You want to talk about truth? <laughs> oh, my gosh. God bless America. <laughs> Keep in mind, we, we watched these movies at least three weeks ago. So this isn't fresh on his mind. This is on his mind coming from memory at this point. Oh, my God. Well done. First of all, well done. So. Truth. Honor. God bless America. Yeah, there it is. Steve Rogers, thank you for being our guest today. Um, and so, yes, you were correct. The first one, it was Loki as the Asgardian soldier. And Thor soldier. is Thor. The second iteration is Loki as Loki. Yes. Thor as Lady Sif. Yes. And then the last is Thor as Thor. And Loki as Captain, Captain America. America. Okay. <laughs> well done. Ooh. Well done. <laughs> and so, I want to go back very quickly because we absolutely cannot skim over this part mm-hmm. of Loki's MCU history, in the very least. But the scene in Avengers, mm-hmm. when it's the big scene, when it's playing the, the the Schubert song, and he's trying, he's he's working with Hawkeye, who's under the spell. Oh yes, yes, that yes. beautiful scene at, at the it's a museum. Museum, yes, and he's getting the yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that that I feel is like the moment that if you weren't already rooting for Loki or Tom Hiddleston's uh-huh. Loki, that's the scene that got you. Period. Agree. That was a very Powerful. menacing scene. My gosh. I'll say, like he literally just walked in the yeah. middle of a room, grabbed the guy, yeah. took his eye, and took I was his like, eye in front of everybody. I think I'm, I'm yeah, I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I think I, when I first saw that I was like, yeah, I respect that. That's, that's <laughs> I, very bold. <laughs> I remember people like screaming. They're like, like oh they're, my god, he's taking his eyeball. But right. also, just the way that Tom Hiddleston embraced, like he brought to brought the character to life because like he does these things in his acting. That is very, they're very subtle at times, yeah. but they're all these nuances that perfectly weave together the character. Mm-hmm. And so like, again, like you look at these cards, you look at the comic books, you can hear the depth of his breath yep. because the way that Tom Hiddleston kind of like laid down that, that woodwork. And so in that scene, after he's jabbing the tool in this man's eye uh-huh. and he does that like, there's that pant that close up of his face and he's mm-hmm. just looking around yeah and he goes, that was great yeah that was he, great like, grunts a, uh-huh. a chuckle mm-hmm. incredible yeah incredible like, I, or even yeah or even the, the, the his first speech yes in in germany yes i i was just like yeah this yeah this guy's about it yeah the yeah <laughs> um and do you remember watching that that appearance at comic-con Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> when he came out as Loki, as Loki he's like, yeah. yes, and commanded the the audience, which yeah. is incredible because, like, I, at least to my knowledge, and I've been going to Comic Con for you know twenty something years, mm-hmm. that had never been done at all in that large of a spectacle. Oh, really? Like a, like a like an actor like coming an actor out in character, but also on top of that, being able to command. Like, I don't know how many people are in there, 15,000 I mean, yeah, or lot. something? Yeah, and Paul, Hall yeah. H, 
commanding everyone to a whisper into silence complete silence like that's so incredible good. and yeah. I, it's it's one of those things where you're just like well, is he actually Loki or what because <laughs> that's magical man He's, that's pretty dang magical I mean yeah because now when you think of Loki you, all you think or when you think of Tom Hiddleston you yeah. think of Loki and you know vice yeah, versa vice versa man and so <laughs> that brings us to Ragnarok yes Ragnarok, Ragnarok Loki. I, I do think he grew a little bit. I know I, earlier I said that like he's kind of had the same kind of sentiment mm-hmm. um, as a person throughout mm-hmm. up until Infinity War, but but you had the moments of humanity in there, especially oh, for sure. especially when they were in definitely the um, the elevator yeah. um, before yeah. they did get help. Mm-hmm. Um, so that moment of humanity was like, it was like okay, it's cool. Like you see him warming up to being like a brother, yeah, uh, with Thor, mm-hmm. but I mean obviously he's still backstab them but you know Literally. he's still willing to help out the people of Asgard well it's like this it's like the snake story I turned okay. himself into a snake because he knew I like snakes and then he stabbed me <laughs> and he stabbed me <laughs> and you know they have this they just have and it seems again it seems consistent no matter which you know you're following it be it Norse mythology or the comics uh-huh. is that they're just constantly at odds with each other and yet at the end of the day they're still very much there for each other Yep. In the strangest fashion, just like they can't live with each other, they can't live without yeah. each other, and uh, I feel like Ragnarok was like a, a a great example of that, perhaps more than the rest of the films because you have to remember like, and I and I I didn't forget necessarily, but you you kind of don't realize because of all the movies that come in between um, these films that when you're watching Ragnarok and it immediately bleeds into Infinity War and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, that's right. Like yeah. they were, they boarded that ship and they were like, we're going to go find our new home. <laughs> yeah. And then boom. And then boom. And then like the whole, like I'd hug you if you were here line that, he that really Thor was, throws him. Yeah. And he's like, ah, you know, I am. I am. And it's like, oh, you finally get Good. this stability yeah. of, of brotherhood. And then it's just ripped away. And then Thanos just brutally. comes in. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. I forget, I forget how, how close that timeline is. Cause Incredibly, yeah. yeah. You just forget because like, like those two films alone. When, when did Infinity War come out? 2019? 20, 2018, <clears throat> yes. Is 2018 already? Huh? Was it 18? 18, because um, because Endgame came out 20, 2019. 2019. April oh 2019. Gosh. Yeah. Guys, it's already been three years. I know. Um, yeah. yeah. So there's a year between those films, but how many films are in between that? I'm not entirely sure. Definitely but two, two or three in between yeah. Infinity War and. Because um, I want to say Guardians Endgame. was in there too. Um. In between. Ant Man, I think. Ant Man. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of. Jeez. That's it, yeah, but yeah. it felt like a lifetime. But then, honestly, watching it back to back, well, I didn't watch Infinity War because I'm a, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. But watching them back to back, you're just like, oh, it's a man. span of five minutes because because it's, it's, yeah. it's in the it's in the post credit scene. Yeah, exactly. For Ragnarok. Exactly. Oy. Yeah. So they just went from Asgard being destroyed yeah. by Surtur because you know it's the destiny. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that's North that's Norse mythology too. And yeah. I was like. Oh, that also that was that was also a tease in yeah. the in the God of War game, the oh, PS4 really? game. They they brought up Ragnarok and Thor made an appearance at ah. the end because you just see lightning. The end of Asgard. Yeah, as you know it. Um, and then um, and then yeah, and then immediately just Thanos comes yeah. and just destroys half destroys it half of the population again. <laughs> Balanced as all things should be. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Um, and so that. 
I do believe brings us up to speed with with Loki, the series. All right. And, so, and now we can. Yeah. Are we going to start talking about the TV <laughs> show? I, I think we will. So, I mean, again, spoiler alert, we're not going to go too crazy with it because, you know, we're, we're not that kind of show. But, you know, um, again, there are two episodes out already on Disney Plus, And um, given this is only, a, it is a six episode series. It's episode a six series. episode series, So yes. we're almost halfway point. Already, which yeah. Is, so that means a tremendous amount of storytelling has already happened in the first two hours of yeah. the show. And so, um, you know, again... And I, I believe Jeffrey, you told me this too, is that the show itself is not following any particular storyline in the books. That's what I, uh, yeah, that's what I saw like on uh, yeah. Twitter from different articles. Right, which brings us to the TVA, which is the Time Variance Authority. And so yeah. in the books, I mean, I'm, I feel comfortable saying this. Loki doesn't ever come in contact. No, they're not. They're not at all. You related. know, they're not related. They're yeah. not. You know mutually exclusive in any way and so to see them in the mc mentioned in the mcu and directly correlated with loki to me says how important this 2012 loki is yes the grand scheme of everything. that's what i have to keep reminding myself <laughs> is that like oh this is 2012, 2012. loki this isn't yeah. like a 2018 loki or yeah. the one right before where he died where so he this dies. is like yeah. this is a fresh like god who mm-hmm. just wants to rule something yes so, purpose. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> which, yeah. Which in itself, I think, is an interesting thing to, to kind of look at um, as Groot munches on his nom noms <laughs> in the background. Yeah. Um, is that, you know, like, he's the god of mischief. He's an Asgardian prince, you know, what have you. He can say glorious purpose, glorious purpose. It's been said you know, as many times as God, you know, like I'm Thor, I'm Thor, I am worthy. And it's, to me, I feel like it's also a nod to perhaps Loki's glorious purpose draws into the timeline, draws into this. Maybe 2012 Loki is glorious purpose is to the nexus, the multiverse. To do something. Yes. Yeah. And so it could be so much more beyond what Asgard and what Jotunheim like laid out for him. Yes. Or what he perceived was to be laid out for him. Yeah. And so I think he kind of embraces that in, in the, the second episode where he's just like, when he's unleashing what he, his plans are, his intentions uh-huh. are. And so it's, it's, it's in part mischievous, but it's also a glorious purpose of sorts. Yeah. And so I thought that was just really cool. Like they're, they're kind of, they're feeding you these, you know, they, they kind of laid these breadcrumbs along the way and then you start to realize, like, oh, they're, they're doing more than just callbacks and Easter eggs. Yep. Everything means something. Yeah. And so in the show, <laughs> TVA, yep. you see it. They're like an agency. It's very, like, how would you describe it? DMV-like, <laughs> it's almost. DMV. It's almost like DMV-like. Yeah. Just. It's, it reminds me of something, mm. and I can't quite remember what it was, but. It's, it has that feeling of DMV, like lobby-wise, like of like the people yeah. working at the desk or whatever. Yeah. But it's much, much more than that because you have the TVA guards yeah. going in and out of different timelines. Mm-hmm. I love the concept of the TVA. I think it's a very fascinating and a very bold, yeah. um, like use of it because because like if you were to bring up the TVA, let's say six, five, six years ago mm-hmm. in the MCU. 
no one would get it. It, no. it would it would it would bomb because it'd yeah. be like what like da 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 da. It but, would be like the the ether. Yeah, it would be like what what is this? Yeah. What is this like? Why why is this? Yeah. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> how drax of you. Yeah, and then but then but but because of Endgame and because of of a uh, different time, mm-hmm. literally because of Endgame and yeah. how the stones were explained to different timelines, mm-hmm. you're like yeah like this. And like, Doctor this makes Strange. Sense. Well, I'm no, sorry. That's the ancient one in. Endgame, right? Yes. Where where she mentions, you know, like the split off and yes. all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and do you think in part, do you think I mean this is kind of obvious. Do you think them dropping the words Nexus, which is a direct correlation yep. to Scarlet Witch, and Multiverse, which is uh-huh. everybody that's coming out with a movie in the next year. It's definitely they're planting. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 don't mention cuz that's I know that's a I know that's a big word in the comics. Yeah. Like huge. 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 So you don't you don't drop that twice. Yeah. No, no, in no. two different series mm-hmm. and and like especially it's more it's more prominent in in Loki yeah. because it's like a Nexus event. Um, so you're like, you're like, okay, what, mm-hmm. what are we, what are we doing here? What are you trying to plan? Yeah. And so the TVA in the comics in particular is not, you know, I don't want to dive too deep into them because again, they're not, they're not directly related to Loki by any stretch of the imagination, but mm-hmm. they, they have like the branch of, I don't know. DMV sort of like mall cop people where they're like there's a leader and then there's the little people and so they have a director called um, Mr. Alternity Uh Alternity? Alternity Alternity? Alternity Okay Alternate Eternity perhaps and then beneath him um, there are various administrators that are like leading each department and such Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I I apologize apologize beforehand if this ends up being a spoiler an unintentional spoiler because in the books um, each of the administrators uh-huh. are identical clones. Okay. And the administrators' names are okay. Mister Tesseract, Mister Paradox, Mister Ouroboros. And Mr. Mobius. Nice. <laughs> so interesting. If you've watched the show, that you know fourth who the last man, one yeah, is. Yeah, I was spending that fourth name. I was, like, yeah. oh, I was like, oh, Mobius. So. Yeah, I wonder if Owen we'll Wilson see. is is going to play a bigger, a I, yeah, bigger part yeah, yeah, in he, this. He could inevitably pay, play a, a much bigger part, um, and much more importance, you know. And and uh, of course, not not to be overlooked. Time Variance Authority in the books directly correlates to one Kang the Conqueror, who is a huge name. And if you've been following the MCU news at all, um, he will be played by an actor named Jonathan Majors in Ant-Man 3. Ant-Man 3, that's what it was. Quantumania. Which is even more interesting because (laughs) Quantumania, like, yeah, Yeah. that has to deal with... Well, this is the crazy thing, because if you think about it, in the conversation, in our conversation in the last two minutes alone, we have mentioned Nexus, which goes into WandaVision and also splits into Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse, Multiverse of Madness. Madness, the multiverse, which again, directly correlates to Doctor Strange 2, Multiverse of Madness, and now we're introducing the prospect of Kang the Conqueror, who is definitely appearing in Ant-Man 3, Quantumania. So... The events of this TV show. <laughs> Jeffrey's holding his temple. He's like, oh my gosh. The, the, the events of this show alone could impact and probably will impact at least those three Has uh, to. films. Has to. Yeah. 
And so that's just a All little... All this time travel... Timey like, Oh my stuff. god, it's like... <laughs> I remember like watching Back to the Future and being like so confused. Like, <laughs> and being like, like, is that really how time travel works? Yeah. So it's like... Then you watch Endgame, and now you're now we're watching all these MCU stuff, yeah. and you're like, well, again, and it's again, it's like the teachings, it's like the breadcrumbs, and it's like you know, Tony Stark literally folded time on stop on top of itself. What did that do to the timeline? And then the the time, the, the Infinity Stones, and then Steve Rogers going back, and then all of that. But all of that was quote unquote meant to happen. I was just gonna bring that up. I was <laughs> like, I love how, I love how like the like right, the, right away when Loki like um. When Loki, when Loki started the first episode, mm-hmm. I was like, how are they going to explain, like, you know, like, the events of Infinity War and, yeah. or Endgame? And they're just like, yep, it was supposed to happen. I'm like, cool, great. That's <laughs> fine like, with good. me. That's yeah. great exposition for me. Like, exactly. they were like, we're not, we're not going to explain it. That's yeah. how it was That's supposed it. to happen. I was like, cool. Because they could have left a tremendous loophole. Yeah. A tremendous yeah. loophole of like, okay, yeah. well, what about Peggy? Like, well, yeah. no. But no, that Steve Rogers was destined to do even, that. Even even a bigger smack in the face yeah. was the freaking paperweights the of Infinity Stones. The paperweights of Infinity Stones. I thought that was honestly hilarious. And like, oh my when, God. I went, when I went on Twitter uh, and I saw Everyone a lot of like, angry. I saw a lot of fans who were like kind of like mad about that and i was just like yeah <laughs> you guys suck like deal with it like yeah, i mean what can you do like yeah. it was that unfortunately that was their destiny you know and yeah and uh which i personally hate because you know i love gamora and so to see Nat, like i i hate that that's gone and at first i was like but there was no there was no soul stone but then if you look closer there is a cluster there of was soul one or stone. two i saw one and or I was two like, oh <laughs> Yeah. Who brought those in? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I want to know. But, I want to know how. But then I thought right about now. it. Like I was like, let's say that you do whatever it is. Yeah. You know, you go, but you, let's say you go into the TVA. Someone sneaks in the TVA. Yeah. They grab that. They bring it back to the. That's that's still gonna get like. Yeah. Caught up by They're the TVA. They're gonna be like, okay, pruned. that's not supposed to be there. Pruned, as they call it. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's like. It's just yeah, yeah. It, like it is what it is. Like sometimes, like as a storyteller for movies or TV shows, like yeah. you need something that's gonna like just explain everything in one in one in one way right. and they literally said like yep it's meant to happen because that, that's that's their destiny yeah exactly <laughs> so back to the future was a bunch of bullets <laughs> <laughs> oh god and then um so yeah so that's that's up to speed with loki and so it'll be interesting uh to see where he goes from here and um and we, we received a question on instagram from uh berlin michelle art and oh, she, I love you, Berlin. Uh, She's a coworker. Uh, oh, hello. She, um, <laughs> she. Oh, I can actually say this now. Yeah. She worked on the the Marvel Hyundai ads. That just dropped. That just dropped. <laughs> she worked on Incredible. those. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. She helped work on those, and Fantastic. she gave me the inside scoop on those and showed me like what they were doing, and I was like, yes. Yeah. So if you haven't seen that yet, be sure we'll we'll reshare it as well. But um, there's this incredible Hyundai ad and. It's it's great and it features Loki as well as Captain America and uh, and Wanda, um, but she asked, "Will we see this Loki in variant? Will we see this Loki variant in Marvel films?" Thinking face. Uh, the Loki, oh, like twenty twelve, twenty twelve Loki. Loki, but he's been through the experiences yeah. of TVA already. Yeah. That's interesting because because he because what Loki was because because I remember Owen. Or, oh, I'm sorry, Mobius saying like 
I can't grant you salvation, mm-hmm. but I can get you something better. Yeah. But he never oh, said it. That resonated with me so. <laughs> but he like, never Whoa. said what it was. And it's like, like, well, what what's, does that mean? Well, what like, does what that, is mean? that? Yeah. Like, yeah. what is that? What does that entail? Since he obviously can't go back to mm-hmm. his timeline because yeah. he's seen his story already. Yeah. He knows he he's going to die. Yeah, he knows. So what do you get him? Mm-hmm. Like, once you do catch the Lady Loki variant, yeah. but... Or not lady. Or not. Or, so like, so that, that was like one of my first things. Like, I was like, wh- how, how is this story going to end? Yeah. Because it's very obvious, like how the Captain America and mm-hmm. Winter Soldier yeah. like, was going to like, okay, you knew Sam was going to become Captain America. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. But with this one, because there's really no way out for 2012 Loki mm-hmm. to go back into his sacred timeline. You're like, okay, so he helps him catch the variant. Now what? Yeah. Or does like Lady Loki is Lady Loki gonna die at the end of this? I doubt it. No, no way. <laughs> Loki's are way too smart for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this variant of 2012 Loki. And then and then on top of that, the yet to determine timeline of the variant. The variant variant. Yeah. There's so, also right now at the end of episode two, spoiler alert, there's, there's a bunch of Nexus events going on yeah, right now. Exactly. Like so I don't know how that's going to get solved in a matter of the next episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how 2012 Loki gets out of it or, and, or cause by the looks at the end of, by the end of the second episode, mm-hmm. he, he goes through the time door with lady Loki yeah, to pro- possibly see the timekeepers. Mm. That's my, that's my theory. I, because she does, she does she know does where, know now, yes. she knows, she does know how to get to the timekeepers. She keepers. got it from C20 or C20. Yes, C20 and I, C23 or something yeah, like that. C20. So. Wild. The only way I can see this variant of Loki showing up in other films, and mm-hmm. I do, would I would like to see mm-hmm. him in other films because with that knowledge that he has of the TVA and knowing mm-hmm. that he can go here, 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 literally anywhere. Yeah. And time literally doesn't exist inside yeah. the TVA. And with this whole multiverse, like, yeah. kind of world happening in the MCU, mm-hmm. like, yeah, maybe he makes a, maybe he makes a small cameo in Doctor Strange too. Maybe he <laughs> wants to torture Peter Parker in No Way Home. I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine, though, if he just ends up taking on somebody else's form? That too, because he, he can do that. Because <laughs> he can. Because and I feel like I feel like uh, again, spoiler alert. This isn't just one entire spoiler alert block. Yeah, sorry. But uh, in episode two, where you know he mentions the difference between um, illusion and and the duplicating. Yes. And I'm like, that's yes. therefore that a was solid that was reason. great because now it brings up now now he has that option yes. of like he can duplicate but yeah. he could also like yeah. imitate I, or whatever. I loved the explanation and so we're not going to give that to you so you should watch that. But you know, I think yeah, no, I agree with you. And I think I think that there's a strong possibility he could end up somewhere else where I have no idea. I don't I I have no theories. But I do think that 2012 will serve a glorious purpose of his own. Uh-huh. And it's not going to be stuck behind a desk at TVA. Yeah, no <laughs> it's way. It's something else. And it's, and it's something that perhaps we haven't seen yet. I hope he does, though. I really yeah. hope he does. There's, there's no reason for him not to yeah. be in future MCU films. Exactly. Now, do we think Loki, just Loki in general, will be in Thor 4? And that was my next question. Well, <laughs> well, I think so, right? Kind of, maybe, maybe just a. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. 
I would love to see him there. That's well, the thing. Well, let's... Oh my god, I just I just thought of this all in my head. I was just like, okay, who? <laughs> and I was just like... I was like, okay, well, and I was like, nope. I was like, I was like, oh, well, oh, Odin's dead. Okay, mm-hmm. Frigga's dead. Oh, okay. They're all dead. Heimdall's okay. He's dead. Um, Hela. Oh, yeah, she's definitely oh, yeah, dead. We didn't even touch on Hela yet. Yeah, Loki. Oh, yeah, he's he's dead. Mm-hmm. So Thor has no one, no one besides yeah. Valkyrie. Correct. Right now. Yep. And the Guardians. And obviously, the, and I mean, the no, and we, Guardians and then, of the Galaxy. Back again. Like, we know that, like, they're going to team up. So, it's like, what? Mm-hmm. So, like, what is Thor, Love and Thunder? Oh, sorry, Jane Foster. I apologize. Jane Foster, yeah. Lady Thor. Mm-hmm. But, but what I love is that we don't know where. Uh, 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 it, it, uh, mm, mm, mm. Correction. No lady. She is just Thor. You're right. <laughs> You're right. Thank you, I sir. I apologize. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, but we don't know, like, anything about it. Like, we don't know how she's going to become Thor. We yeah. don't know, like, because Asgard's dead, yeah. basically, kind of. Sorry. Yeah. Rip. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, Loki's gone. It, I, I, I think there's potential, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah. Because, I, again, I think that... 2012, the 2012 variant has his own path, and I don't think that necessarily it might go parallel to Thor, but they're not going to intersect. Perhaps they won't intersect anymore, at least not directly and not in a real time. Yeah. Not in this film. Maybe later. Yeah. But not in this film. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I just need to throw it back to Ragnarok and Matt Damon as Loki. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> And so we had, him we had another variant of, of, of Loki by, by way of Matt Damon. Father would be proud. Which is the funniest thing because I didn't realize it was Matt Damon. He has the best, he has the best cameos ever. <laughs> he has the best, wrong. he has the best A-list cameos but ever. Did, I saw him mentioned recently as Loki. Was it just like a throwback or were they saying that he's in Thor 4? Yeah, Thor 4. He is. It's, her, it's him, um, Luke. Yes. Hemsworth? Yes. And Melissa McCarthy. So they're all coming back? Yeah. Well, Melissa wasn't in the She original. wasn't, no, no but she she's, yeah, she's going to But be. I heard, yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Um, Father so yeah. would be proud. I didn't do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> so that comes out next year, which is Amazing. a lot to be excited about. Oh, my gosh. Um, And so that said, we, shall we talk about the powers? The powers. Yes. Because at the end of the day, he still is a god. He's still a god. And he's very powerful. Small G, big G. I'd say big G. Big G. Big G. Yeah, big G. Code of mischief. See, like, and that's an ego quote if y'all didn't notice it. <laughs> but um, it's funny because, yeah, on, the, on these cards, little G. Little G. Uh, yeah, little G. <gasps> I think it also Deceit. might be a. I think it might be a. A religious thing. Yeah. yeah it's probably a religious thing. Because <laughs> that's how I grew up. So I mean, yeah. I'm gonna say big G for him, but yeah. So you know, like we mentioned before, magic, sorcery. It's it's part of his being, and it pretty much lends to his namesake. Great with knives. Great with knives, which I loved in episode two. Yeah. Um. That that little throwback. Um. Yeah, knives are the thing, and it's interesting because, like, you think about it, and you think back to Endgame or Infinity War. Does Loki? Do you? Did you perceive Loki trying to attack Thanos with a knife as like he knew he was completely like he knew his fate at that moment already, 
or because he didn't attempt magic, he didn't attempt anything. This was, okay. Oh my God. I just, I think I just read it like an interview, read or saw an interview. I don't know if it was Tom Hiddleston. Mm -hmm. I think it was, I think it was one of those video interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Tom Hiddleston was, someone asked him about like, it's like, oh, so like when you tried to kill Thanos, like what was that? Like, yeah, why would you? you? I think Tom said like, like, oh, at that time, Loki was thinking we have, I have to do something or else Thor's gonna die. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna die. Mm-hmm. And Thanos is gonna get this stone. He was gonna get the stone regardless, but he needed to try something. Yeah. And then when he said like my undying love, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. And he tries to stab Thanos in the neck and he's like, undying. And then and then I think Tom said that so when it didn't work, he was just like, oh shit. Hmm. And and then he's like, and then yeah, like that That's was it. his last ditch effort yeah. to, to try and save them. But <clears throat> but it was they did save them because it was enough time to buy them time. To buy to buy it was enough yeah, to buy them it was enough to buy them time. Mm. So it's like the the true selfless act of selfless acts for yeah. for for Loki, I guess. And then that, I think that was like you know kind of his full circle moment. Mm-hmm. You know when you look back at his journey, like mm-hmm. going back, it's like he sacri- he technically you know he sacrificed himself, mm-hmm. you know for Thor. Yeah. And then, believe me, brother, <laughs> we'll see the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! And so um, that brings us to the Tesseract and the Mind Stone. Yes. And so, <laughs> it's one of those things where you're just kind of like, that scepter, the scepter, and how he, how he wielded that. And I the, love the how, like, in, in the movies, they made it seem, that the scepter held an infinity stone. Yeah. And no one knew. Yeah. And they were, they were just like, oh my god, this man had two infinity stones at one point. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of the... The crazy thing, and then to to see, which is where I see how diehard fans of MCU Loki might have felt disappointed. Mm-hmm. And so he had this power, and he had this resourceful sorcery, and he was just so like godlike. He, he had all this, yeah. It he was could crazy. scrap with Thor, yep. You know, and then you kind of get, and again, it's kind of like what I said before, where he's he's almost descending. Mm-hmm. And then you get to him at Ragnarok, and he's being thrown as get help. Yeah. And then, um, but he still put up a good fight at, at yeah. the very, very end. And then you know you arrive in Infinity War, and suddenly none of the magic is being utilized. Although we don't know. Yeah. I'll give it that much because you know when once Infinity War opens, yeah, the entire ship is slaughtered. Yeah, I'm sure he did something to get away. He had to. Have. Yeah, and then they showed up, and it yeah, was like, oh. yeah, and and that's kind of what I believe, and it's it's kind of like what Steven said in the last episode, where like you don't have to see everything. You, you're kind of left. Yeah, to, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't, you don't need that exposition. Yeah, you don't. and and you and you know, like you know the character well enough by now, to have assumed that he tried something, and that really was kind of like his last ditch effort because he mm-hmm. couldn't possibly conjure up quick enough or you know what have you because who knows what thanos did in that time or and yeah yeah you and you get the idea that oh thanos is a powerful being yeah. so yeah anything could happen exactly and so that brings us to love interests oh my god <laughs> um which is funny I, because in I, the mcu there's none he has none, none. which is think i think is kind of rare 
Because I feel like you could name at least one or two for every character. At least, yeah. At least. For every yeah. every single character. Except for, like, Rocket. Sure, and yeah. Groot. <laughs> but even yeah. then, I feel like, and this is another discussion entirely, I feel like with Guardians 3 really focusing, as, as so James Gunn says, on Rocket, mm-hmm. I feel like we're going to get that in there. Like his and backstory, huge, yeah. He, he has a huge backstory as well. I'd love to talk about Rocket and Groot in one episode, eventually. Yeah. But um, for Loki, yeah, there's MCU Loki, nothing. Nothing. Not a... Just a love for the brother. Just been a... Yeah, just, just been a, just been a, a villain, been Odin's son. That's yeah. it. Nothing, yeah. Nothing Nothing major at all. But in in the books, um, it's it's kind of the same for the comics. Really? Um, Kid Loki, you know, uh, he had... more or less a crush on um, a servant of Hela actually named Mm -hmm. Leah Um, they don't really show any connection per se but you know it's it's uh, kind of suggested that they shared a kiss you know and again you have to remember they're like kind of adolescent yeah Um, but in Norse mythology in particular Uh that's where we kind of see the more romantic things and that oh, okay and, and and what i'm about to say is actually very interesting because knowing knowing the films and knowing the, the loki we know in the films yep you start to see where this is the aspect of the character that they really put easter eggs in and so um in norse mythology uh you know sigin is the goddess of victory uh-huh um that's more or less like one of his wives in oh, okay. Norse mythology and so we haven't yet seen her, uh, as far as I understand, but then um, he had another wife named Angaboda, who was the grief bringer, and together, this is where it's going to start to connect for you, they had three monstrous children. One was a great wolf, Fenrir, okay. or Fenris, yeah. seen in Ragnarok, the giant wolf. Oh, Yes. Okay. And so in Norse mythology, that wolf is actually a child of Loki. Whoa. Yes. Interesting. And then um, the Midgard serpent, Jormungat. Yes. Okay. Which is, again, the snakes The snakes are a big aspect of the character yes, as well. Yes, there's a big snake in the God of War game also. Oh, yes. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And then, and remind you, these are the children of Loki. Okay. The third child of Loki is the giantess ruler of the underworld, Hel. Hel. Wow. So this was a this is again another thing that was tremendous as far as fans that were, you know, avid fans of comic book Loki or no, Norse mythology Loki, and that when Hela was introduced, not only as Kate Blanchett but uh-huh. also that she was being presented as a sister. Uh huh. Oh. It kind of, everyone was like, what? 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 Is, that's not really. That's not it. Sure, yeah. That's not it, you know. And, and you know, we can take it back to, to Ragnarok and that people, you know, like much like they are for the, the Loki series and, and with, you know, this mysterious variant, that people are people were speculating, well, who is Kate, Kate Blanchett playing? And they mm-hmm. were like, she's Enchantress. She's Lady Loki. She's, and these, all these sound like the same assumptions. Yeah. But then she was confirmed to be Hela. Hela. And Hela is actually a child of, of Loki, Loki instead, and not a sister, at all. At all. At all in Norse mythology. Yes. In, in, in Interesting. So, so yeah, so they really deviated from that. I mean, sometimes you have to. Yeah, you know? and like, so yeah, it's, compared it's, from 
from comics to movies, you're yeah. like, <sighs> yeah, like where do you, they want to yeah. they want to give these homages, but they they don't know quite they they can't follow it to the T. They can't, which yeah. I totally. But understand. her backstory in the MCU, it made sense. It did. It yeah, did. It like, made sense. Being. Odin's firstborn, yeah. goddess of death, <laughs> yeah, cast exactly. her out, exactly. comes back for a re- revenge. Yeah, exactly. And so th- that's an interesting little tidbit for you. Wow, that's that's so, very interesting. Yeah, and so again, Norse mythology is a whole Super dense. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. And that's just, you know, and, and but, but, you know, in that sense, you know, even there, he only has two, two romantic links. Mm. And so um, I'm curious to see if they'll do anything with that but i think not and you know what he doesn't need it he doesn't i'm okay with loki just being loki and being you know about his brother and his mother sometimes his dad sometimes (laughs) and so are you ready for another pop quiz let's bring it home (laughs) um so this is more how you say relating to disney california adventure yes and now I feel kind of bad because you know before the sh- before we started recording, Jeffrey and I were talking about our experiences at a, a Avengers campus and whatnot, and how he hadn't been to California Adventure for for a good seven years until you know just the other week, and so now I feel a little bad with this question because I was under the assumption you had already gone a, a couple of times, at least been on Guardians Mission Breakout. <laughs> But did you did you observe? So for those of you who don't know, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout is essentially what comes after, kind of after, kind of before Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy Two, and it was filmed during um, the filming of, of Number Two. And so um, when you go through the ride, the entry room, where you get this spiel from the collector yeah, and Rocket. Yeah. The room is filled with items. Different collector items, yep. Different collector items, as is the lobby. Yeah. And so, my question to you, dear friend. I did actually, did, I actually, when I was logging, I actually did stop to kind of like look at what items were <laughs> I feel in like, the in yeah. the lobby, and I was like, ooh, I mean, because you know, lucky, you know, the dog. Yes. Look, is it lucky? No, 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 that's not lucky. It's not, but yeah. That's um, Cosmo. Cosmo. Cos- yeah. Yes. I was he's, a like, oh, he's a Russian. Russian space dog. Yeah. So I was definitely <laughs> looking, like, I was just like, okay, there's that. Like, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So and I was so, definitely trying to observe as much as I can, but yeah. still walk and not keep up the line. There are exactly four, at least four, Loki slash Asgardian related items in those two rooms. Can you there, name I them? I saw Asgardian armor. Yeah. What I mean, was I'll it? It was Asgardian weapon. It. it was a weapon. It was Asgardian <laughs> weapon or something. I remember seeing Asgardian something. Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing that. Okay. Because I'll take it. But I have four in particular that that are like notable. Oh my god! I can't. I, I, maybe I maybe I have to go back. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. You don't know. Well, I mean, the obvious ones are the portraits of the collector and his brother. Um, the Grandmaster, yes. who is... Oh. Did you not know that? I didn't look... I, I, oh, yeah, I, they're on the wall once you split into the elevators. Oh, oh yeah. not the elevators, the host rooms. Yeah. And so, for, for those of you listening... It was just, like, all blurred, because yeah. I was just, like, walking through, <laughs> walking through yeah. and I was just, there's like... No, there's no... I was also, under the, I was also, like, very kind of, like, this used to be Tower of Terror. Yeah. So that's all I know it as. Oh, so yeah, seeing yeah. everything just change it completely, changed, yeah. like, stylistically-wise, mm-hmm. I was just, like... 
there's no trace yeah. of like anything. I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. And so on the main wall, there's two paintings. There's one of the collector in his statuesque form. And then there's a portrait of he and his brother, who is the grandmaster, who it's is hilarious. Jeff Goldblum from the Ragnarok film. And so they are brothers and they're of this, you know, other group, which I think they'll be part of this whole multiverse timeline nonsense as well because they play a bigger part in the galaxy realm, but no, oh, maybe not. Magnificent! <laughs> Magnificent! <laughs> Um, and so the the four that I have listed down here are the 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 book of Idragsil. Ooh. Um, that's the book that they had in Dark World. Yeah. With the dark elves, uh-huh. and it's in the display case. Stormbreaker. Maybe okay. you were thinking Stormbreaker. Maybe. It was the. Yeah, yeah. it was Stormbreaker. It was okay. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. And then if you look on the wall, uh, I believe it's in the host room. Loki shackles from Dark World are in there. Oh wow, yeah, there was a lot in that room. Yeah, I was not able to like because it was yeah, there, I was not yeah. able to like fully yeah look through it. And then the optical torture device from Avengers is also hanging around. Yes, I do remember <laughs> seeing that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So that's that. Man, that's, there's at least four. Oh my. God. Then the two. Paintings. Now I gotta go back. No, now you I, just gotta have to go back. I'm sorry. I you're gonna just, have to. You're I don't make the rules. It. Sorry. Sorry, go enjoy that place. Say hi to Rocket for me. Oh, man. Um, and then that brings us to... Well, you know what? I'm going to insert a listener comment here. Or question. And so this one comes from Instagram from Jo Liz. And she says, Is there no shampoo on Asgard? Why the greasy hair? Just kidding. But maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned this at the top of the show, sort of. His hair. His hair. And so, like, yeah, in, in Avengers, he kind of had the slick back spiky almost at the ends yes and it was very yeah, like very telling. flat like just very yeah. yeah and i feel like there was it was very much a an aesthetic contour thing where they were just doing the accentuated sharp sharp horns and then yep. the hair had to come with it and yep. of course the, because of the helmet you know and that's another right. thing is that they they stop wearing the helmets yep <laughs> and so that then affects the hair i guess but uh i don't know I don't know. Maybe Loki's just greasy. I mean, yeah, Asgard is a... It's probably, it looks humid. It looks very humid. Like, I haven't seen it rain. I mean, last time we saw it, it was set on fire. God. You know? Yeah. In Ragnarok. Oh, so, God. yeah. Which, maybe, which then brings me to the aesthetic of Loki, actually. So we had the helmet, which we stopped seeing, but then we've seen a later iteration of it. And it's in the teasers for Loki as well. Yeah. And so there's that iconic... Where he's doing the arm thing and doing the chuckle and he's got the vest and the, the, the breast coat and the, yes. the like, tiny Loki horns. Yeah. And that's a direct callback to uh, Christopher Hastings' 2016 Vote Loki series, which was drawn by uh, Tradmore. And so we haven't yet seen that episode yet, so yeah. I'm curious how that comes about. But that's pretty cool and fashionable. I like the little the little ones. Yeah, those, it suits him. It suits him very well, yeah. Um and then the scepter, which we we discussed, uh, which you know he doesn't seem to carry anymore either. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of again he kind of downgraded. Because that was technically given to him by Thanos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten, yeah, like. Was it? That's why. That's what I. How did he acquire that? Because he came out of the portal, 
with it. With it. Yeah, so I think it was gifted to him yeah. by Thanos to help to, to rule to over rule, Midgard right? or yeah. over Earth. So that's another interesting interaction that we never get to see. Yeah. Interesting. Um, the daggers and blades, like we mentioned. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you know about the modesty cloth? No. <laughs> So modesty there, modesty cloth there's a modesty cloth like issue. it's it literally means like the mo, like mo, like being modest yes. like if you wear it so if you see earlier versions of the films uh-huh. i think it's thor and maybe avengers <clears throat> there is a the the way that the costumes fit on the men yes a bit they tend to be a bit revealing depending on how they're walking or sure whatever. yeah 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 and so it was so the cats are going so crazy right now <laughs> it was particularly problematic for mr hiddleston that they had to then add a, a crossover of fabric and you see this in the later films and they kept oh. it consistent with the rest of the characters oh my god you're gonna have to show me a, a before and <laughs> yeah. after oh my gosh yeah and so they 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 fashioned it for everybody, uh-huh. so it didn't seem so specific to him, but it's definitely something that once you see it, you're like, Interesting. Ah. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to have to see that. Thing. Sorry, I had to throw that one in there for the ladies. <laughs> um, and so that brings us to our favorite topic. Almost was. Who was almost Loki? Oh my god, I can't wait to hear this list. And you know what? Sadly, this list isn't that long. Which is fine. Yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, granted, that just means to me that just means that they had that handful, and the handful were so strong they didn't need anybody else. Yeah, and they made their decision. I mean, yeah, I think I said this. I don't know what episode I said this in, but yeah, because uh, Chris Hemsworth posted like a throwback photo mm-hmm. saying when they first when the when they announced yeah. Chris and Tom Hiddleston as um, as Thor, Thor and Loki, Loki. Yeah. and the, they said like two unknown actor Marvel banking on two unknown actors and now it's like you know who they are yeah so it's like crazy like yeah. this always feels like such a cop-out answer for us because we've been doing it <laughs> since the first episode yeah well you literally cannot see anybody nope. else playing Loki yeah. at least Loki like yeah. and you know and I and I was thinking of this earlier when I was watching episode two um is that I'm not at all well versed in in stage actors and Broadway actors and, and Shakespearean actors for that matter, but I imagine somebody from that realm because of the nature that Tom Hiddleston very presents. exaggerated you know, yeah, yeah like. and and just very very well spoken in in the way that they carry themselves and that's a big big thing Huge. with Hiddleston in particular at least for me because we got. We got a couple of comments about him and why is he so hot? Why is he so handsome? (laughs) (laughs) And you know, like, I am not, I wouldn't consider myself a quote unquote Loki girl. Okay. But I definitely understand what makes him attractive as an actor and a character because of the way that Tom Hiddleston himself portrays portrays and carries himself. Uh Uh-huh. Because like, you know, like again, you look at the comic book, you look at this dude and he's not exactly a stunner, and he's not Harry Styles, and he's certainly not <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. Yeah. And so, you know, he's he was not necessarily meant to be attractive by any means. But with Tom Hiddleston in particular, you know, he kind of bridged this gap of, like, sinister can be sexy, but also not 
real not too sexy yeah but he it's because of the bravado and it's because of the way he speaks and it's the way the way that even in you know you see it a lot in the series for instance because we're now we're getting so much loki content a we're lot. getting hours of loki a content lot. And it's like 80% Loki. And so you start to see the mannerisms and, and the nuances of the character. Yeah. And yeah, it really is like how he presents himself. Yeah. It really is. Um, and so that's that. That's my answer. <laughs> because, yeah, wow. And so, yeah, that said, I don't know that I could name anybody that I would, I would, I could see or want to see as, as Loki. What about Benedict Cumberbatch? No. No? No. No, no. You, you like even if you <laughs> haven't, nah. haven't seen him as a nah. okay. Because they both, because they both, because he, because they do have that like. If I forced myself, uh huh, you kind of see it. Okay. But I, I still see somebody. It's because you know, like, not to get too too deep into like the 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 visual of them, but like there's something about because Loki in the films is is he has a soft spot. There's a softy in him. Hiddleston's eyes are, they have this incredible capability of being deceptive and, and like intriguing, but also incredibly soft. Yes. No, you're right on that one. hundred percent. Yeah. Benedict, I can't see soft. Yeah, sure. That makes sense yeah. too. Yeah. I don't know. Which is why he's Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got a, a hardened exterior, sort of stoic almost. Yeah. Like. Handle it, me. <laughs> indirectly condescending look about him but it works for dr strange yeah um and so do you did oh. you look at the list of of people who had auditioned i didn't no i didn't, you didn't? I, wa- I want i want you to blow my mind right now. <laughs> it's not that long but first let me preface that with matt damon <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious actually <laughs> that would be incredible but i want to preface this with the fact that for for people who don't know uh, Tom Hiddleston actually auditioned to be Thor, and and we mentioned this in in uh, the Captain America episode with Sebastian Stan and how he had auditioned for Captain America, didn't get it, but inevitably got Bucky Barnes in Winter Soldier, and so this is another funny coincidence where Tom Hiddleston went in going for the long haired, you know. That screen test is hilarious. It's by incredible, the way. and it's it's I mean it's short, but you can see it, and we'll <laughs> drop it in the reference links, but. Tom Hiddleston very much had a you know long flowing hair and blonde too blonde, blonde wig oh it was hilarious yeah I, I don't know man I'm kind of glad it didn't work out yeah but uh, you know instead of Tom we know of three char- three people who auditioned for the role of Loki in the MCU and the top pick who isn't too surprising if you just know of you know late nineties early aughts um, films. Jim Carrey. Like, of course. Like, of course it is. And in, in, and it's funny, because, like, in this in the card that I read earlier, the Joe Jusco card, I mean, if that does, if this doesn't scream Jim Carrey to you... Oh, just a little bit. It does, yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, of course, that's in part because of roles like The Mask yeah. and, um, and uh, The Riddler. Exactly. Yeah, that was my first yeah, The Riddler, you know, yeah. you think of Batman Forever, and uh, is that Batman Forever or Batman and Robin? Batman and Robin. I think Batman and <laughs> I haven't no, seen those movies Batman in forever. forever. This is Batman Forever, yeah. Yes. Batman and Robin was the interesting. The Val Kilmer one, right? The, no, Batman for oh here we go. Batman Forever was the one. <laughs> I haven't seen those in like a decade. <laughs> you were just singing Kiss I from know. the Rose at the top of the show. <laughs> 
There's an incredible. Oh my gosh. I'll probably insert that here. That's gonna be funny. <laughs> That's funny. Um, we were just talking about, that. but Batman Forever is the one with. Val Kilmer and uh, Nicole Kidman yes. with Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey, and then Batman and Robin is with Alicia Silverstone and uh, and uh, uh, our friend Arnold Schwarzenegger and Uma Thurman. Okay. Okay. And Chris O'Donnell. Oh, is this the nipple bat suit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so, sorry, not to derail uh. too hard into DC verse, but um, yeah, I you know that's definitely why I see he was their top pick at the time, but you know, that's you kind of pigeonhole an actor like that and yeah. it just never gets, it never goes anywhere. And so aside Jim Carrey, Josh Hartnett 40 Days oh, of Night and yeah, Virgin okay. Suicides yeah, he uh, actually auditioned for Loki as well and I don't know that I could see that at all. And then the third one yes, is Mr. Charlie Cox Daredevil himself. Oh, wow. Which is incredibly hilarious because Charlie and Tom shared the stage together in a They're really good friends. Yeah. They're good friends, yeah. Because of a play called Betrayal, which is what what I saw in New York and met them both. Wow. Wow. So... Wow. So, and that made their... I think it was two years ago when they, they swapped Halloween costumes. Charlie was Loki. And yes, that's okay. <laughs> yes, Wilson that's what I Daredevil. remember. Yes, yeah. So I'm definitely going to insert an Owen Wilson love... wow right there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I again, I can't see Charlie. I remember as Loki. that. Yeah. If I force myself, perhaps, but eh, no, he's Daredevil to me. I'm done with that. Yeah, Daredevil. It's okay. And he, Loki. He'll be in. He'll be in the Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't like that. It's gonna spread these rumors. <laughs> Yep. And so, oh, that, man. that's it, my friend. I, wow. You were right. Uh, Loki has so much... So much backstory. History. It's So kind much of, history. And gosh. like I said, I didn't even go that deep into the the iterations and, and all the mischief that he's, you know, like... How do you even grasp it? You know, there's just so much. But I do want to shout out the the titles that I mean I personally enjoyed of this character. Um, and so, if you're looking to read any Loki books, I would suggest the following: um, Loki by Robert Rohde and um, drawn by Isad Ribic in 2005, which is tremendous. Uh, the artwork is phenomenal. Um, for me personally, uh, Jason Aaron's Thor series drawn by, again, my favorite that I mentioned in the Spider-Man episode, Olivier Coppel, um, that was in 2007, and then again in 2020, which was just, you know, 2020, last year. Nice. Um, and then, uh, in 20, uh, Th- uh, Jason Aaron's Thor with, uh, Russell Zotterman, who was, you know, tremendous in the X-Men series right now, in 2014, and then again for... 2015 with Mighty Thor, which actually focuses on Jane Foster. And so she mm. and Loki tangle quite a bit for obvious reasons, because yeah. she's Thor in that line. Um, Christopher Hastings' 2016 vote Loki series, like I mentioned earlier, with Treadmore. And then um, Daniel Kibblesmith's 2019 Loki, drawn by Oscar uh, Yildirim, and Al Ewing's Loki, Agent of Asgard, drawn by Lee Garbett. So if you want some reading... There you go. There you go. So that's a good amount. <laughs> yeah. Um, that'll keep you busy for a couple of days, that's for sure. Um, and so, yeah, we have the, the cool item. Now, it's not, oh, yes. it's not the TVA box that oh. some people got. 
We'll, we'll get there one we'll day. Get there. We'll get there. It's cool. Hey, Marvel, <laughs> if you're listening and you want to send me a Loki uh, Disney Plus TVA box, I'll take it. But I do have a cool item. Let's see it. It was. We probably have seen this. Oh my gosh. And so. That is the Tesseract box. It's the Tesseract box. From the box first Avengers. From the first Avengers. And this was the crazy thing. This is when everybody was really like going nuts so cuckoo because the MCU was really turning into a thing. Yeah. And so this was on pre sale, pre order at. San Diego Comic-Con. Nice. Um, the year after Avengers had come out, or that year. And, uh, yeah, and so I was one of the first people to pre-order it there. And, you know, it came with a cool poster by one of my favorite artists, Matt Ferguson. Did I just see a light go off in there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my it God. <laughs> bro. And so if you, if you push, I think if you push this button. And so it's, I'll take pictures of it, but it's a shield briefcase. And it lights up. Oh, RIP shield. When you open the case, it not only lights up the Tesseract, but it also has the DVDs. Oh, the entire... this is that. Col- oh, it's right. Yes. Yes. It's and so it's the entire uh, Phase One set. Yes. And then it also comes with files of all the Avengers. Uh huh. Um, like actual Manila files. Of all of their oh, things. I'm going to need to so, see this. It's pretty. After we're done recording. Cool. Yeah. So you get to look at this thing. Well, I also love the. Um, yeah, I love the, the the cover art on the DVD yeah. covers. Oh, Matt Ferguson. Kicks, yeah. Kicks and comics on Twitter. Follow yeah. him. He is These, incredible. They're like they're the they're like the minimalist yes. versions of the of the Phase One yes. movies, and I remember seeing love those, him. and I was like, oh, that's amazing. Love him. I I tell him all the time. We're mutuals on Twitter. Nice. <laughs> I tell him all the time how much he's my favorite. DVD or at least like yeah, cons- those are so art- sick artists. Yeah, because they they're just so and it's kind of like the the inspiration for our header on social. Yes, because it's I love Matt yeah. Berg, and Is- so um, he and another artist um, that I'm mutuals with on Instagram, uh, Marco Manev, uh-huh. are very similar. Yeah, and so I just so love good. it. They're so slick. So and good. So yeah. So it's- Is that Tesseract still in the plastic? It is. I didn't take it out. I'm a collector. Yeah, I respect you. <laughs> so it's still wrapped up. But you can light it up by itself, I believe. I haven't even pulled up the tab yet. Wow. But it, the light is from the box. Bottom. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. It's so cool. So yeah, I don't, I don't collect too much Loki stuff whatsoever. But hey, <laughs> I have a tesseract. Yeah. Um. So that's the end of the show. Oh. Wow. And you know what? I, I was thinking. I was like, do we have an? We never have like a salt. Well, at least I don't have like an intro, <laughs> like saying, which yeah. is why I tried the Excelsior today. And I don't have an ending, so... We, uh, we don't... We never have an answer. We're still working on Random it. Random is cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, as always, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank We're so you. glad that you hung oh. out with us for, for another hour or so of of Loki. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't expect to talk about <laughs> Loki for two, almost two hours. Almost two hours again. Yeah. Hey. It's great. Um, if you aren't yet, follow us on social. S-T-R-K-C-N-T-R-S-T. Nice. If you like what you hear... Please yes. support us on Patreon. We would love it. Um, we oh. have a tier that's as little as a buck a month. Um, and I have some surprises coming, even for you, Jeffrey. What? And so by the next episode, we'll have more to talk about. But speaking of the next episode, 
Oh, yeah. We're going to throw throw it a little curveball for everybody. Um, and then, you know, we're not we're, we're going to skip the traditional character study for number six. And we're actually going to dive into random questions and random thoughts from from yours truly and Jeffrey. Right. Is that what we're doing? Random. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. What, what do we say we were going oh, we to? Oh, my God. So we were going to talk about perhaps like some of the questions that we missed from previous episodes. Yes. Which we do have quite a bit because, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, the algorithms kick in on social. People don't quite get their stuff in before we, we record. And so we yeah. actually have a small bank of questions from you fine folks um, about characters that we have covered already. And maybe even some parts of those characters that we didn't get to cover. Yeah. But also just Marvel talk in general, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It might just, just be us, just me and Di kind of yeah. just spitballing yeah freewheeling <laughs> and then um, also a, a, a little bit me i don't know if this is fully for patreon only but i believe we're going to talk about avengers campus yes we will definitely do that too yeah. for our for our patrons, patrons. our patrons definitely because yeah die and i both went to avengers campus and within like the first week mm-hmm. so we definitely wanted to like opening day baby yeah we definitely wanted to like talk about it and like just draw the comparison from like park yeah. to the movies and, and how the movies are influencing the park yeah a lot and and they are they oh, yeah. the movies it's tremendous oh yeah it's happening and all, it's the, happening. all the little easter eggs you find in the park mm-hmm. and it's just because disney's always attention to detail in the parks is tremendous oh yeah imagineers so, i know so all the stuff that we saw and like all the little details that we were able to catch like we would definitely we're definitely going to talk about our experience and dare i say i'm almost compelled to do a video component where we just show off the swag because there's some good swag yeah 100 <laughs> i have pictures yes. i took pictures yeah we have tons of media so if you That's aren't great. a patreon patron and you're excited in our experience and uh at avengers campus please uh join today if you haven't yet that'll be great um and yeah so for the forthcoming um episode i'll be sure to post some stuff on social and uh you know catch any questions anybody might have about iron man spider-man captain america scarlet witch and now loki yep um so yeah go ahead yeah do the things but until then until next time thank you for listening and we will catch you in the next one Doodaloo. Bye. bye i loki prince of asgard odin's son the rightful king of jotunheim God of mischief, do hereby pledge to you my undying fidelity. La 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 la. Well, if you know I'm gonna.